Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. No fear, no political correctness, no wokeism. You're listening to Underground USA. Before we get to today's segment on the Captain's America Third Watch with Matt Bruce, I must say something about the sentence handed down to former Trump associate Steve Bannon. For the record, I can take or leave Bannon. When he came on the scene at Breitbart all those years ago after Andrew's death, at which time I was writing for the big government section there, the online publication moved away from one of its core missions, to educate on the issues. Instead, it took a more sensationalist tone and moved in a direction that put it in the neighborhood of other run-of-the-mill online conservative publications. That said, I hold no animosity towards him, but that's not what this is about for me. For me, this is about the incredible double standard being executed in our executive and judicial branches and the fact that we, as a nation, seem to be quite okay with political persecution, even when the First Amendment guarantees both free speech and the right to redress government. Bannon was found guilty in July on two counts of contempt of Congress, one count for not turning over records to the illegitimate House January 6th Committee, and another count for refusing to testify even though, before the conviction, he had agreed to testify. U.S. District Judge Carl Nichols sentenced Bannon to four months in prison for contempt of Congress, adding a $6,500 fine. And while he stayed the sentence so Bannon could appeal, Nichols stressed that that appeal must be timely. The crimes carry a minimum sentence of 30 days in prison and a maximum sentence of a year along with a maximum fine of 100k. Before he announced Bannon's sentence, Nichols said, Flaunting congressional subpoenas betrays a lack of respect for the legislative branch. Well, aside from the fact that the configuration of political hacks and clowns in the U.S. House of Representatives warrants little respect for the pain they have inflicted on the nation, that's a side story in and of itself. The big point I'm trying to make here is this. If a contempt of Congress charge is a jailable offense, why didn't former Attorney General Eric Holder see jail time? Why didn't disgraced political operative and former IRS muckety Lois Lerner see jail time? As I wrote in a July 28th article titled, This is Why Congress Has Lost the Trust of the American People, I wrote, In 2015, then-Attorney General Eric Holder was held in contempt of Congress for refusing to deliver documents pertaining to the failed gun-running sting operation known as Fast and Furious. This covert and poorly thought-out operation that, in the end, did little more than put high-powered weaponry into the hands of Mexican drug cartels was run by the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives under the authority of Holder's Justice Department. In the end, Holder was held in criminal contempt of Congress, like Bannon, 
and subsequently held in civil contempt of Congress. The civil contempt charge allowed Congress to go to court to seek additional documents. But much different from Bannon's situation, the criminal contempt of Congress charge against Holder, which was supposed to direct a U.S. attorney to convene a grand jury in the case, never bore fruit because Holder had purview over the investigation. So for the first time since 1983, when Rita Lavelle of the Environmental Protection Agency, a Republican appointee, by the by, was convicted of lying to the House Committee on Energy and Commerce, we see not only a conviction on a contempt of Congress charge, but a jail time sentencing. By the way, Lavelle, the Republican, was sentenced to six months in prison, five years probation, and levied a $10,000 fine. In fact, dating back to 1975, no other individuals have ever been tried and sentenced for contempt of Congress, just Lavelle and Bannon. Not Holder, not the infamous IRS hit woman Lois Lerner, not Janet Reno, not Hillary Clinton's fall guy Brian Pagliano, not one, just two Republicans that the majority Democrats sought to politically target. It would be one thing if contempt of Congress charges were always referred to trial so that a jury could decide the fate of those held in contempt. But history bears out that this is hardly the case. It would also be another matter if the January 6th committee was a legitimate panel with bipartisan support. It is not. And as it continues on its traveling political roadshow, this illegitimate committee proves itself nothing more than a taxpayer-funded political commercial for the far-left Democrats up for re-election. Democrats and their far-left fascist party members vomit the disingenuous declaration that they are all for equity and justice. But that couldn't be further from the truth, especially if you're a Republican. Just ask Steve Bannon and Rita LaBelle. We'll be right back with this morning's segment on the Captain's America Third Watch with Matt Bruce, broadcast on the Salem and Genesis Communications Networks, right after this. You're listening to Underground USA. Levi's became iconic by making tough pants. Now they're notorious for pushing progressive politics, opposing the Second Amendment, attacking popular voter ID laws, and Levi screws their workers, furloughing thousands while rewarding rich shareholders. A top female executive unable to speak freely. Rather than leaving China, CEO Chip Berg makes excuses. An American icon washed away by woke politics. Levi's, serve your customers, not woke politicians. This message was paid for by Consumers Research, a 501c3 educational advocacy group. To learn more, log on to consumersresearch.org. News, insight, passion. AM 930, The Answer. Joining us right now from what was a little nippy, a little warmer this morning, I'm sure, up there in the panhandle of Florida, Frank Savato from UndergroundUSA.com. Good morning, sir. Mr. Captain. Now you're back in the Bermuda shorts, right? Yeah, I tried not to get out of them even when I get down to like like 29 yesterday morning. <laughs> but uh, you know, you know when you when your blood sins, you gotta you gotta start dressing the part. So. Absolutely. Now you know, I think it's fair to assume, Frank, uh, this comment uh, statement is going to be pretty accurate. Joe Biden's dream world is about to come crashing down upon him on November the eighth. What do you think? 
right now it's looking pretty solid that we're taking the House and the Senate back both. Mm-hmm. I mean, no, I'm not putting it past Republicans to shoot, them, shoot themselves in the foot. Right. But it looks pretty solid that he's going to lose the legislative branch, and that means a lot of the stuff that he's doing is going to be curtailed. Correctamundo, and that's why they're going to try to ram it all down our throats between now and uh, the end of yep. December. And we have to make sure yeah. that we let them know, no way, Jose. This is when you have to lock things, do what they do, take a take a page out of their playbook, lock things up in the courts, mm-hmm. lock things up uh, at the state level, lock them up at the local level, the county level, throw the kitchen sink at them so they can't move things forward. And societally, we, the people, have to keep standing up and saying no to the extremist things that they've been trying to implement. Right, because... Uh... I've spoken, and I'm sure you have too, to many people, voters, who don't answer the polls, they don't answer the emails, they don't answer the mail, and they don't answer the phone calls they get about how you're going to vote, how you're going to this, how you're going to that. They're just mad as hell. They're not going to take it anymore. Many of these people are independents or Democrats because they tell me. They come right out and tell me. Yeah, when you've got, when you've got a large contingent of Democrats, and this is especially true in the state of Florida. Oh, yeah. Who are who are actively saying I'm not voting my party line this time because the people that are in control of my party are a little nuts. Yep, uh, that usually sets the stage for a, for a, a big wave. Now, like I said, I don't put it past Republicans to shoot themselves in the foot. Mm-hmm. They've they've done this late October stupid statement thing that kind of negates all the the universal blessings that have been thrown upon them with the Biden administration and even the Obama administration before that. But if they can watch what they say, if they if they don't make stupid statements and they don't give the opposition something to hang their hat on in the last two weeks, they can have a pretty good election cycle. Well, I've been watching the price of oil and I've been listening to all the different excuses out there. And I heard Biden and I heard him go, well, it's the oil companies, they're price gouging. And California's governor said the same thing and all that. Well, that's not the case. I've done a lot of research on this. Um, back on January of 2021, the average price of gas was 2.33 a gallon. As of this morning, right here where I'm at, the average price of gasoline uh, in my area is $3.82 a gallon. Now, nationwide, that's the price, too. And uh, we were up as high as four twenty-five a gallon in March of 2022, uh, all because of actions that Biden did, whether they were um, uh, executive orders or whether or not the Congress passed the law. Yeah, when you look at places like New York and Chicago and Los Angeles and San Francisco, they're still way above $4 a gallon. Yep. The fact that we haven't okayed a new refinery in, I don't know, 30 years, you know, a new oil refinery is that's one of the big reasons why you see oil prices the way they are. But the larger one and the more significant one are the policy, the green policies mm-hmm. that this administration has been shoving down our throats since they got into office. We were energy independent two years ago. Mm-hmm. There's, there's no reason, even with the refinery capacity that we have, that we should be paying the gas prices that we are. Mm-hmm. But we've got an administration that's trying to browbeat us at the green. Yep. Hold that thought. Coming back with more. Frank Silvato, UndergroundUSA.com website. Don't go anywhere. He'll have more. We'll have more. I'll be back. 
This is Kyle Warren. Stay tuned. There's more of the Captain's America Third Watch coming up right after this short break. And if you'd like to join the conversation, call us now at 1-877-969-8600. Did you know that Yopon is the only tea plant indigenous to the United States? Hi, I'm CJ, the owner of Emerald Coast Tea Company. We have a line of Yopon teas and Yopon tea blends that will open your eyes to tea that is literally made in the USA. Check out our entire line of teas at www.emeraldcoastteacompany.com. Honey, this ain't your mama's tea. You're in the right spot for tomorrow's news tonight and breaking news as it happens with retired New York Fire Rescue Captain and World Trade Center attack survivor Matt Bruce right here on the Captain's America Third Watch. You betcha. And before we get back to Frank Silvano from UndergroundUSA.com, this portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Moss Family Automotive and in particular the Moss Nissan dealerships, Moss M-A-U-S. Nissan.com to find out more. Moss, M-A-U-S, Nissan.com. And don't forget to tell them the captain sent you. All right. Back to Frank Silvato, UndergroundUSA.com. I want to Mr. Frank. Mr. Captain. I think we have Elliot on the line. Let me make sure. Elliot, is that you? Yes. Good morning, Captain, and good morning to Frank. Hey, you know, Frank, you are right. The Saudi spokesperson said it's you, the United States, who have failed to build an oil refinery in over 20 years. They want nothing to do with Biden. I just wanted to add that. Frank, you're 100% right. Have a great day, Captain. Yep. Well, gee, Frank, we knew that. <laughs> well, I, I, I appreciate I yeah. appreciate Elliot's value. Elliot's a good guy. Yep. You know, th- this is... This is what a lot of us have known for a while. We've been screaming it for a while. You can't have an EPA walking around saying, well, everybody wants low fuel prices. We have to fill up the, the federal, the, the national reserve and, and our military still runs on all fossil fuels, but we're going to try and kill that industry before we have a replacement for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I've said this a thousand times. I'm not anti sustainable energy. I'm not anti green energy. I just want to perfect it first. Mm-hmm. Perfect the process first. Make it something that the marketplace says, "Wow, this innovation is so is so incredible that it's now making fossil fuel obsolete for the overwhelming majority of our energy per- purchases." But it's not there yet. Mm-hmm. So you've got a government picking and choosing winners in the private sector because their crony friends all own these green companies that have promises well beyond their capabilities and the government say, well, we're going to move that. We're going to move that heaven and earth for you right over there. Don't you worry. You're going to get rich. Even if you can't actually give us the end game that you're promising. It's, it's wrong to do that, but this is what happens when government starts picking winners and losers. They shouldn't be involved with subsidizing anything that's private in any industry. That's not what our tax dollars are supposed to be spent on. The common good does not mean making sure Enron is funded. It doesn't mean we need to make sure that Tesla is is subsidized or, or any other green energy product. 
or private sector product. It's not what the common good means. Till we get the standing thing figured out through the judicial branch, there's nothing more than an excuse for not having to do their job. We can't sue to make sure they stop. So refineries, we could use a couple. And then if we could get the EPA out of the way, that would be great. I know I know where to put one, and I've talked about it many times before, and it's right up there by you, Pensacola. Right there at yeah, the Naval there's, Station. There's, mm-hmm. there's, there's no reason not to. There's, you know, everybody has this idea in their head that these places are just these oily, filthy messes of oil slick and everything else. They're some of the cleanest places that you, that you have because of the regulations that they've been forced to live under. Right. It's not now, like it was in the old days. Yeah, absolutely right. Now, you and I have been reporting on Joe Biden's inability to be able to take any constructive <clears throat> criticism from anybody. He always snaps at people when they try to make something, you know, even when they're polite about it, he snaps back. And we've seen a couple of things in the past couple of days with reporters where he always goes likes to go after Peter Ducey uh, verbally, but he got in his face this week, literally got in his face, and he walked over and not only got in the face of a young woman, a reporter, but put his hands on her shoulder to do it. Now, last I checked, and I did a little checking on this, that could be considered assault. Absolutely it is. And because she was a woman, she could claim sexual harassment, too. Right. And you I, know, but I'm sure she. I'm sure she's not going to want to lose her credentials at the press corps, so she's not going to say anything. No, but you, you know, still don't is, want to have. Which a, is a shame. You still don't want to have a president up there. All these people watching, and like I know, it could be a charge. You know, it could be a charge. Nobody's charging him with what's obvious. I mean, somewhere along the line, you got to draw the line here. Well, you should, and there should be a decorum if you're president of the United States. Mm-hmm. But then again, we shouldn't be electing. And you know, as much as as much as there is a question there about the results were in 2020, when you look at Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, especially, sure, um, you still had an enormous number of people voting orange man bad, who voted for Joe Biden. So you have to lay some blame at their feet for say, wow, how could you elect such a thin-skinned, opportunistic, shady? criminal enterprise as president of the United States. How badly have you been manipulated to vote a certain way by a certain party? Mm-hmm. Because that's exactly what it was. They manipulated these people into thinking a certain way because they obviously didn't talk about any of the policies that were in place. They obviously didn't talk about the economy or, or, the, or the stature of the United States around the world or the secure border or the gas prices being down, or new businesses starting, or home ownership skyrocketing. They didn't talk about any of the good stuff. It was just orange man bad, mean tweets. Yeah. So how, how vulnerable is half the nation to being manipulated by a bunch of narrative creators, and, and how gullible is half the nation to be hoodwinked into voting for an inept stooge that is thin-skinned and who has dementia? Mm-hmm. Good question. We've got to ask. Yep. And we should get answers, but I somehow don't think we will. Do you? Yeah, no. no. Mm-hmm. I, well, at least not through the usual suspect media. No. Mm-hmm. All right. Here's one for you. 
15,049 red flag gun seizures have occurred since 2020, according to the Associated Press. And the people on the right side of the aisle who are awake and responsible, both elected and unelected, were saying these that this is a slippery slope. Mm-hmm. These red flag laws are a slippery slope, and we shouldn't we should not be going down that avenue. Well, this is what happens. You know, they guarantee you, quote unquote, that they would never be used for that. These are there's some sincere reasons why people with mental health shouldn't be able to have have weapons like this, and and we're trying to address the issue that everybody's talking about. Well, maybe you shouldn't have deinstitutionalized the United States. Mm-hmm. Because now you're infringing on Second Amendment rights, mm-hmm. and you shouldn't be doing it. And by the way, when the federal government confiscates all these things, how often do they give them back? Not that much. No. So they, they're confiscating private property and keeping it and either auctioning it off or otherwise selling it to glean another avenue of revenue that is very seldom talked about. Yeah. Property seizures are at an all-time high for the federal government, and we really should be talking about that a little bit because rarely do people get what's been seized back. That's correct. And if they do try to get it back, they have to pay to get it back. There's a fee, there's a fine, there's all that. Mm-hmm. And that, boy, you want to talk about, about inequitable taxation because that's basically what this is. Mm-hmm. We're seizing this. Oh, you're innocent? Mm-hmm. Okay, pay something to get it back. Mm-hmm. Why? You took it illegally in the first place. By the way, can you stick around for another segment? You bet. Okay, good, because uh, i got a couple things to talk about here with Frank. I'm going to put him on hold right here while we get ready to go to break. Um, we had an almost, an almost over the skies of Ukraine, and this could have really tripped a big-time monumental uh, gunfight in the air, if you will. It was an almost, I'm going to tell you what it was when we come back. Don't go anywhere. Frank Silvato, Frank Silvato, underroundusa.com, and myself. We'll be right back. This is the Captain's America Third Watch. Like a good neighbor? More like a creepy neighbor. State Farm is asking hundreds of insurance agents to volunteer for a unique project. The goal? Get agents to purchase books about gender fluidity that are specifically written for kindergartners and then donate them to classrooms, community centers, and libraries. Big, woke corporations like State Farm recruiting agents to talk to kindergartners about gender fluidity and transgenderism? That's creepy. Visit likeacreepyneighbor.com to get the facts and take action. Paid for by Consumers Research. All right, back to Frank Silvato, undergroundusa.com, and good morning again, sir. Mr. Captain. Now, we had an almost over the skies, the friendly skies of the Ukraine. A Russian fighter jet came up on and gave chase to a United Kingdom spy plane, and that Russian fighter jet let loose a missile. Now, fortunately... The countermeasures on board the U.K. spy plane took care of the missile. But just the fact that was done, and I didn't hear about it until yesterday, and I'm reporting it now, and this actually happened a few days ago, this could have really blown up the whole situation over there, couldn't it? 
this is what we've been saying. We're flirting with a global conflict with this, and it's not good. And irresponsible and unnecessary moves should be avoided at all costs. Now, I don't mind championing the people of Ukraine. I do have a major issue with the corruption that's embedded in their government. But the conflict between Ukraine and Russia is a conflict between the old Soviet state and the breakaway republics. Yep. We promised a long time ago, I believe under George W. Bush, that we would, or actually would, this was George H.W. Bush when the wall came down. Mm-hmm. We promised we wouldn't expand NATO if they disbanded the Warsaw Pact. Yep. They disbanded the Warsaw Pact, and now we're talking about bringing in, we brought in Turkey. Mm-hmm. We talk, we're talking about bringing in Ukraine. Do we keep our word or do we not? Because it makes us no better than any other despotic, despotic group of people. If we're going to lie to get what we want, we can't do that. We have to have fidelity to our truth. You know, so I don't see, and again, I support the Ukrainian people. I dislike the Ukrainian government. But when it comes to threatening a global conflict, and especially a global conflict that would include nuclear weaponry, mm-hmm. I need to point out again that the United States doesn't really have a dog in this fight except for the Biden money, the money puppet line. Mm-hmm. That's where they were making billions of dollars before, before they entered the White House. Yep. So please tell me what the strategic worth is of making sure that Ukraine comes to the West besides another notch on the belt for, the, for NATO, which we shouldn't have been doing anyway. Well, that's all I can think you know. of it would be. Yeah, that's it. I mean, again, and I stress this, I support the Ukrainian people. I, I hope that they win. I wish the other, bra- the other regions for the Soviet breakaway republics would come to the aid of, of their Ukrainian brothers and sisters in this mm-hmm. fight to, to keep it within that realm because we don't need to expand it to, to, to make a global conflict. No. Nope. Not with Russia and China and Iran and North Korea all talking very nice to each other. Now we've got reports that Iranian soldiers are on the ground. That's right. So let's be a little smart and, and not poke this bear, no pun intended, so that we actually don't see very bright lights in the midnight sky. Yeah. And we'll go with the intel about uh, the Ukrainian and the uh, drones that are being operated, the Ukrainian drones being operated by the Russians. The Ukrainians are there training the Russians how to use these drones, which, by the way... Iranians. Iranians, I'm sorry, Iranians, yes. And the reason that they they started out uh, the way they did was they were in Crimea. But now they've moved Mm -hmm. into eastern Ukraine, which is a little bit further uh, in, in the area, to fire uh, at the different places that they're firing at. Now, I understand the commanding general, the new commanding general of the Russian army, who is brand new, is making sure is his it's his orders. And Vladdy said, yep, great idea. They're going after the civilian apartments and the civilian structures, the schools and whatever. But it's all civilian targets they're going after because they are trying to break the will of the people and get them to give up. Then not only that, they're trying to exact atrocious pain that will make the headlines 
because they only benefit from a global conflict here. Mm-hmm. That means that a, a million-man-plus army from China would say, well, we've got to come to the aid of our people over there. Mm-hmm. And not only that, if the U.S. has to engage in Eastern Europe because of the policies that are in place now through the Biden administration mm-hmm. and which started under Obama, we wouldn't be able to fight two wars on two fronts. You don't think China would be looking at California? Well, they're looking at uh... – Taiwan right now. If we are game on in Eastern Europe because we get sucked into this conflict over there with with, with Russia and, and the Ukraine and all of our forces are pointed that way, China's not going to hesitate. They'll see the green light saying, wow, what an opportunity here. Now we are so hearing... We've, we've, We've got to think smart on this. Stop with the stupidity. We are hearing that China may be loading up right now for activity sooner rather than later against Taiwan. Is that uh, you believe that? That's what I'm hearing. But that mm-hmm. makes sense. If you're looking at a if you're looking at a midterm election, that's going to be a wave. It tees up 2024 mm-hmm. if the Republicans don't screw up. Mm-hmm. Which again, until you get rid of Mitch McConnell, is a very very good chance. <laughs> you know, but but yeah, why wouldn't you? Yeah. You you need to take this window. Yeah, it's more Mitch McConnell though. <laughs> he's he's. I just this guy's got to go home. All right, let me see here. Let me see if I can get this in here real quick. Okay, Mel, Saratoga Springs, what's up? Oh, uh, uh, Captain, are you still do you still have Frank as your guest on air? Frank's right on the air right Frank. now. Go ahead, go for it. What do you make about the Azov Battalion, uh, who are uh, Afri- uh, black American and Hispanic and Jewish uh, military personnel may have to go over to Ukraine and fight alongside us? Uh, uh, I, I just like an answer to that, please, uh, that you would. Thank you. All right. Do you know what you're talking about? No, not necessarily. I couldn't hear really well either. Okay, I couldn't either. I couldn't pick up on it. He was echoing really bad. All right, well, I don't think any of our troops should be going over there and putting boots on the ground, period. No. Okay, well, we got to run, and uh, we will do just that. And you have yourself a great day. And remember, it's all about we the people here. You know that. And I look forward to talking to you on Monday. Stay low, my friend. Thank you very much, Frank Salvato, UndergroundUSA.com. I'll be back with Patrick Hyland, Sports Zone quarterback. Don't go anywhere. If you like this podcast, please rate it highly, leave a comment if your platform lets you, and don't forget to sign up for our Substack over at undergroundusa.com. That pipeline is going to become very valuable come election time when the censorship machine kicks into high gear. You're listening to Underground USA. My name is Frank Salvato. We'll be right back after this. This podcast is a production of the Compass Point Group. Hey, this is Judson Carroll with the Southern Appalachian Herbs Podcast. One thing Frank always reminds me to mention is that my books and my podcasts are not limited to my region of the Southern Appalachian Mountains. I'm a master herbalist with a working knowledge of hundreds of herbs that are available all around you no matter where you live and keep your family in optimal health. I'm now offering a free newsletter through Substack. 
please find me on Substack at Judson Carroll Master Herbalist or JudsonCarroll.com. And I look forward to communicating with you in the future. Thanks. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.